One other argument that you make where I assume there will be some pushback is on the idea that you you argue that Congress needs a larger staff and that it should pay its staff members more. Explain that. Yes. Well, this is a typical symptom of our government is that, the, you know, we, we think of, uh, you know, John Boehner got into, you know, control. The Republicans got control of Congress in 2011. The first thing they did was an across-the-board 5% cut in congressional budgets, which was a terrible idea. This is a terrible idea, and it, and, it confl- and it ignores the existential or essential difference between the executive branch and the legislative branch. All government in our system is not created equally. Now, we have a tripartite system with three independent branches, and the problem with the runaway growth of government is largely in the bureaucracy, which is housed in the executive branch. It is not in the legislature. The legislature the legislative staff, if you consider how much, how many things that Congress has to decide every day and all of the things that it must weigh in on, the, the staff of Congress is only about 17,000 people, which is insane. That makes absolutely no sense. By, by way of comparison, the Agriculture Department has a staff of 100,000. And the, the staff in Congress, 17,000 member staff, when you take away the people who are doing constituent services back in the districts or people like the spokespeople, you know, it's even smaller, the number of policy experts that Congress has to rely on. They just don't have the resources internally to make informed decisions about the legislation upon which they must vote. So what do they do? They still have to make the decision. So they go to interest groups and they go to lobbyists who are more than happy to provide the information to the member of Congress about the economic impact of such and such a proposal in their district. And as long as members of Congress cannot develop that information independently, then that creates a need that lobbyists themselves are filling. And if we are interested in cutting down the access points between interest groups and lobbyists and members of Congress, once again, I mean, you can say you can't do this, and you can't say you can say you can't do that. You can do those things. The problem is, is that those things are happening for a reason. There's a need for the services that lobbyists are providing, just like there's a need for the campaign cash that interest groups provide. And as long as you don't find an alternative way to satisfy those needs that members of Congress have, you're just going to get a different version of the same problem. You're just going to get that 17 ounce jar of peanut butter. Uh, and so that's why I suggest substantially increasing the staff of Congress in the book. Um, and also increasing the pay of staffers, because again, you know, if you're a staffer on the Senate Finance Committee and you're making like a hundred thousand dollars a year, well, you go up to Wall Street, you could be making five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times that uh, with the policy expertise that you possess. Uh, you know, we we should pay these 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 staffers uh, a salary that is commensurate with their expertise. And when we don't do that, which we do not, they're always keeping an eye open for interest groups to make sure that their career prospects are taken care of down the road, especially in light of the fact that, the, you know, for the average person like, like myself, I live in Western Pennsylvania and it's, you know, you can live very comfortably in Western Pennsylvania on a hundred thousand dollars a year. But you know, if you're a lawyer, you're a Yale trained, Harvard trained lawyer, and you're working on the Senate Finance Committee, and you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debts, and you're also living in one of the most expensive, expensive places to live in the entire United States. That congressional salary is pretty weak tea. And if we want to keep these people, 
And if we want them to actually be an independent voice for the public interest, then we should pay them a salary that's connected with their skill sets. 